This is the Gary V Audio Experience. When I think back to 2008, when I think back to even a blip in 2014-15 for different industries, it was so fascinating to me how many people used the concepts of creating content or executing perfectly on the internet, both Google, social, and general internet, how much that created from an opportunity standpoint. So what I really, really want to talk to you about is what's the punchline of the conversation you're having with yourself right now with what you're dealing with? You know, I think what I see happening overall, so just for context for the room, VaynerX, the company that I run, as you can see, has a lot of businesses in it. Obviously, VaynerMedia works with the Pepsis and the Procter & Gambles and things of that nature, and that's gonna have a very different strategy and mindset than a lot of people in this room. But the Sasha Group, if you see it there on the screen, that's named after my dad, Sasha, and that is an agency that works with SMBs and businesses that generate half a million dollars to $10 million. And that's been probably the most exciting part for me over the last nine months because the stakes are so much higher. When Coca-Cola loses a little market share, it is what it is. You know, when we lose 20, 30, 40, 50% market share, it's a huge impact on our actual life. And I grew up in a family business environment. I was born in the Soviet Union. I moved to the States when I was a kid and uh, I eventually worked for my dad's liquor store, he lived his American dream from going from a stock boy to owning a liquor store, which was remarkable, and when I was 14, since I was the oldest in the family, you get dragged into the liquor store. I was doing great, by the way, if you were wondering. I was uh, making two to $3,000 a weekend selling baseball cards in the malls of New Jersey back in 1989, which I don't know how many of you have three or seven or $15,000 when you're 13, but when you have three or seven or $13,000 when you're 13, you're basically a fucking billionaire. <laughs> so I was living good. I loved life. And, uh, and then one day I turned 14 and my dad dragged my ass into the liquor store and says, you work here now. And I was like, how, many, how much are you gonna pay me? And he said, uh, two bucks an hour. And that's a far cry from making $1,000 a weekend selling sports cards. I don't know how many of you have a Soviet father, but there wasn't much of a negotiation. (laughs) So at 14, I started to go down the path of the context that I think we share, which is a business that is in the realms of under $10 million a year take, take home, things of that nature, that world. And that is really the foundation of how I see the world, right? And so when I sit here and I think about multiple things that people here are going through. Actually, how many people here run a shop that has more than 10 employees? Raise your hand. So, good, about half. Like, that is a totally different dynamic as you start getting into double-digit management of people. There's a whole other layer of just not outflanking. It's what I know half of this room's thinking about, motivating, retaining, feeding all them out, like the whole dynamics. And so, you know, I come here today with a very practical energy of trying to hope that in a room of this many people that 3% of this room actually finally hears what I'm saying, because unlike 2009 when I started to talk about these things, or 2006 even, when I started talking about these things, there's nobody, you know, in 2009 I was like, you should be on Twitter, and they would be in the, you would be in the crowd and be like, he's a fucking genius. It was like profound, like what does that even mean? You know, it was like this like thing, nobody here today in 2023 is confused that human beings' attention sits on social media at scale. Everybody here has an opinion of that. 
everybody has an opinion of that. Unfortunately, many people here deploy their human opinion, their feelings about TikTok or Facebook and Zucks, or that their kids are on it too long. You deploy your subjective human opinion as a human on it when thinking about your actual business. The consumer you're trying to reach to sell your service to is really not super interested on your hot take of what 13 year olds are doing on TikTok. They're not super intrigued by how much you like or dislike Facebook. They just live their life, see things, and spend their money. And so there's so many things to talk about in this room. First and foremost is a very simple question that everybody needs to ask themselves. That is, here's a good one, by show of hands, who here would like to grow their business this year? I'm just curious, please raise your hand. Just look, all right, solid, good, thank you. A little weirded out by a couple that didn't raise their hand. <laughs> Have no clue why you're here. In that world, wouldn't it make sense to actually try to execute on the reality of what the consumer's doing? I'm aware When I look around this room, and again, I think you'll appreciate, I hope you appreciate this, I'm aware that a lot of you have done this for a while and have built an actual network and great reputation in your general region and are building and have built your business on doing the right thing, being a good person, working hard, and building on word of mouth. I appreciate that. What I think a lot of you who've lived through other soft markets, because when I look in this crowd, there's youngsters in this crowd who haven't lived through it yet. Some of the OGs here rolling up to get a cup of coffee at this conference, see somebody under 30, they're like, kid, you don't even understand what happened in 2008 was a motherfucker. <laughs> right? That. We know that, right? What I'm asking everybody, who here went through it in 2008 or more cycles? Who went through it? Good. That was fun. <laughs> right? And my question is, here's where it gets tricky. When we go through up and down cycles, For a lot of people that just raised their hand and went through it, at the time, they had less to lose. At the time, they had no choice. At the time, they were the young buck, and as a matter of fact, they actually used 2008 to actually accelerate the growth of their business. The problem is, it's now 2023, and it's different for those people that navigated 2008. They're in a different life cycle. They're a little more bougie. (laughs) Their overhead's a little higher. They don't, they don't go to the Holiday Inn on their vacation anymore, right? And now they're caught, because they're softer. They're softer. And so it's not as fun to do the things that they had to do in 08, because it was much more fun to do the things they did in 19, because it was easier. See, I love 2023. I love what we're sitting through right now in this room. This is when we separate people who have stomach for it and people who don't. We all know that there's a lot of people that entered this business in 2016, 15, that aren't gonna make it through because they only trained in the softness. They only lived in the penthouse of it. They don't like the dirt. They don't like the grind. I don't think anybody here is gonna like what's about to come out of my mouth. I, in the deepest of my heart, with enormous compassion, empathy, and deep want for happiness in everybody in this room, I want every single person here posting 12 different creative posts a day 
across five different social networks a day. I want every person in this room after this conference, after this talk, to go home tomorrow and post somewhere between eight and 15 pieces of content on LinkedIn, YouTube Shorts, Facebook, Instagram, Snap, TikTok, and I want you to do it every day. I know that nobody wants to do that. I know this because I watch the world. This is clear. What I just said is 100%. It's non-debatable fact that the people that are outflanking in every micro segment of every business in the output of creative, and of course the quality matters. Of course the quality of what comes out of your mouth is a variable of your success. But before you even start the debate of what do you say or what are you talking about or how are you doing this, the data is undeniable that the companies and humans in service businesses that are outposting its competitive set are picking up market share by the simple fact of there's just too much attention of society on these seven to 10 platforms. So it's just classic, right? Like, like every single person here knows how to get into better shape. Everyone. There's not a person in this room that does not understand that it is a combination of eating better and going to the gym. Yet, I think we can all agree, not everyone in this room is doing that, right? I struggled with that for 40 years. 38 years, I never wanted to do either. And then I just, one day on a plane, decided this is not gonna end up well, and I started working on it. Nine years later, eight years later, I still never want to do it a single day. I'm, I'm being really serious. There's not a single, I literally hired a full-time human being to be my babysitter and travel. I'm being dead serious. I got to the financial level where I could, fi- I finally figured it out. I'm very good at being accountable to others, to my family. I'm a good boss because I think I work for them, not them for me. That's a whole nother thing for the people with the 10 employees. By the way, I'll, I'll go real fast here. You have 10 or more employees, I'll give you one sentence that will disproportionately help you through this window. You work for them, not the other way around. You get into that mindset, it gets real good real fast. If you actually care about them, not what they are supposed to do for you, it gets real good real fast. That's being an actual boss leader. Uh, but you know, the reason I stand here and I'm putting this framework up and I want to use this health comp is I don't, just because it comes natural to me to do 10 posts a day, I know that for 80% of this room, it does not. But just like the journey I went on, which is I didn't want to die at 65. I thought it would be better to live longer. I like it. I'm doing something every day for nine straight years that I genuinely, genuinely hate. Genuinely. (laughs) Brian, when I wake up every morning, I'm like, this sucks. Like I don't want to do it every day. And so I don't care how much you hate social media. I don't care that you've decided it's ruined the world and the kids and the this and the that. And the, I do genuinely don't care because your customer doesn't care. It doesn't care what you think of it. I just desperately need you to stop losing market share because if you're not gonna do it, somebody else is and those referrals are great and they'll keep you going but I don't have to explain to anybody here that if you don't get more, it's eventually gonna run out. How many people here are retiring in the next five years? And I don't mean, before you go, sir, you're really hyped, huh? You're ready ready for golf, huh? You heard that, you're like, fuck this shit, I'm golfing. Yeah, I get it. No, no. How many people here are retiring within the next five years? Not because 
you're gonna crush it and buy an island, but because you're old and you're finished. Raise your hands. Five years. How many people? You didn't want to be old, you're back down. <laughs> this is super important. If nobody's in this room's raising their hand, everything we're about to talk about the rest of this talk is only gonna become dramatically more relevant, not less. Unfortunately, we're not going back to the telephone the way we all grew up if we're over 50 here. We're like, you're not gonna go to the wall and spin the thing and call. Like, we're just, letters, you know, letters, not gonna gain market share in the next decade, right? Like, even, even our precious Google that has been foundational to the way the world has worked over the last 25 years, 20 years, is being challenged now with chat GPT and artificial intelligence, even that. So, how many people here do pretty solidly in, uh, in search engine optimization, SEO or SEM? Raise your hands for leads. Even the people that are outflanking here, that are actually growing through that, even that tried and true, guaranteed execution, now has, for the first time, a clear technology change that could change everything, because if this thing keeps getting as good as it looks like it's gonna get, you're just not gonna go to Google at all. You're gonna go to ChatGPT or something like that, or Microsoft just made a $10 billion investment in it, and we might be going to Bing, because Bing might be run on Chat. Like, this is like, this is how the world works. And again, what's so cool about getting the gray hairs, under 35, how many people are here under 35? Raise your hands. Let's clap it up for the youngsters. I like that. So, so many advantages for being in that game, right? Because what I'm saying here is much more natural. You grew up with that, you're like, I get that. That just like seems normal. The thing that you don't have with under 35 is the gray hairs of experience. We've been through the patterns. Has anybody here ever wondered why so many service businesses are called ABC? ABC laundries, ABC carpet cleaners, ABC, that's right. Watch this kids, under 35, get ready to have your head blown <laughs> off your body. The reason there's trillions of ABC businesses is because when the world did not have Google and it had something called the yellow pages, when you would go to see somebody to clean your carpet, they did it in alphabetical order and so if your company was called ABC Carpet Cleaners, you were basically the first result on Google and you got the business. That little tiny story is all I care about to talk to you right now. There are people in this room that will do one fun fact, one video of here's a fun fact of the opportunities in mortgages, just that. Here's a fun fact of one opportunity in mortgages, post that on Instagram Reels and TikTok and it, with no followers. You do not have an account yet and it's your seventh video and one video like that may go viral and lead to more leads for you in a 24 hour window than you would get the entire year. That happens every day. Yet, we continue to choose not to look. What's happening in this room is people are choosing not to look. You've just made a decision that you can't get business from TikTok. You just made that decision. You didn't post 50 times on it. You didn't optimize your profile. You don't have your website linked to the URL of your TikTok and then a video did solid and you got leads. You just decided. There's way too much deciding on subjective opinion in this room and it's not about this room, it's the whole world. The reason I can say it is I see the data across the whole world. This is what's happening. This is why there's a supply and demand opportunity. Life is very simple. It's supply and demand. 
It's actually shockingly simple. If you understand supply and demand in every aspect about everything about life, you will start to understand how to make decisions. Very simply, the thing that I want to compel this room to is to understand the single biggest opportunity of under supply, not enough posts against demand, too much consumption is leading to remarkable opportunity. I'll tell you the place that I really think a lot of you should be very comfortable. I can, I can wrap my head around like, Jesus, I'm gonna make videos on TikTok? That's nice, Gary, but I just can't get there. The place where I think all of you can get to and should on a daily basis is LinkedIn. LinkedIn should be a very cozy place for this room. There's nothing intimidating about it for this room, right? The only thing about it is you should probably update your photo. Most of you... (laughs) The photo from 13 years ago with a suit and tie is just not a good look. Let's, Let's get that photo updated to actually look like you and maybe a little less stuffy, but LinkedIn should be a place you should dominate. LinkedIn today is acting the way Facebook did about 12 years ago. LinkedIn is if you haven't looked, but I have a feel, actually, how many people here by show of hands consume information on LinkedIn? They go to their LinkedIn and they read stuff. Raise it high, I want everybody to look, look. Raise it higher, please, I see a lot of half hands, please just do this for me. I want everybody to look around, keep it up. These people go to LinkedIn and read articles and information. There's an enormous opportunity on LinkedIn, right? And now, the thing that I'm most excited to tell you, you don't even have to make videos. You don't even have to make videos. I know that a lot of people don't want to do it. They feel awkward at it. They're self-conscious about how they look. They don't think they have the gift of gab. There's three different ways to sell. There's video, and it works the best. If you're willing to get out of your comfort zone or if you're naturally, like anybody here who's got a sense of humor and feels they have a level of charisma and isn't making videos on the internet is just leaving pure money on the table. That's just facts. But for the people that feel a little bit more self-conscious or aren't, feeling as strong, the written word on LinkedIn crushes. The written word. And again, here's the key. This is how you're gonna sell. You need to make it something bigger than about you. The post isn't like, I've been doing this for 16 years, you should hit me up. That doesn't work. The post should be like, did you know? If, you know, here's what's going on. Here's some information you can use. The more you treat it as if you work for Bloomberg, and you're on TV or you work for the Wall Street Journal and you write about the mortgage industry, the more you treat it as you're the news source, and by the way, because we all know there's a level of localization to this, like if you're the local newspaper, more than the Wall Street Journal, where you're making it into context of a new bank's in town and here's what it means against a rate, or you know things that are actually true to the citizens, the combo of LinkedIn and Facebook for so many people in this room is a remarkable, remarkable brand building exercise, referral exercise, you you will be flabbergasted. Where it gets super interesting for everyone in this room, in my opinion, is what happens next when you go through a path of doing this for a couple of months. When you go through this for a couple of months, you start to run out of ideas. Some of you will run out of ideas after the first post. It happens. You You overthink it, you're not sure exactly, I mean it, you know, I get it. It's all based on ideas. After a while, especially if you start following other people. People ask me, where do I start? I always say, go to Instagram and TikTok, put hashtag mortgage, mortgages, lending, all that, and just follow 50 accounts. The content flowing to you will start to spark contextually what works, right? You can do that on all the platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, on and on. 
where I get really excited for this room is if God forbid somebody calls my bluff on this and does it for three months, then it starts opening up a whole different game where you start getting a hair more comfortable and you realize, wait a minute, so I've made 100 videos on mortgages or you know, just this, that, the other thing. What if I just make a video about fishing? Stick with me here. Or golf, or cooking, or motherhood while holding a job and having, like holding both hats, or anything. The New York Jets getting Aaron Rodgers, for example, something, anything, anything. You make a video around something that matters to you or that you also know. This is where it gets super interesting. One of you makes 71 posts on all these platforms like we talked about over two months. You don't get much. By month two, you're questioning why you listened to me in the first place because this has been a complete waste of time. You're pissed. And then you decide to remember this part of the talk and you know that you're going to your bowling night with your buddies and you make one video about bowling. You post it. And that bowling video gets more views because it's something people actually want to watch. Very few people want to hear about mortgages from you unless they're in market, right? We would all agree that this is not the coolest industry that ever existed, (laughs) right? It's needed, but it's not sexy, right? Whereas bowling, for a very small group of people is very sexy. Not for 99%, but for 1%, right? But here's where it gets super interesting. That bowling video that somebody actually wants to watch because you said this is how I spin it. That's the video that the person nine miles from your home sees, looks in your profile, sees this is what you're doing for a living, is actually in market and you get the email. That to me is the greatest opportunity in 2023 for business people in sectors like this and it's one that so few people do and understand and the ones that do are picking up market share in the same way that the few hands that went up about Google search, I promise you, in this room, and Google search is much more expensive today than it was you know, 15 years ago, but if you talk to the OGs in this industry that built some big firms or the national players that are your tollbooths, or you know, people like Zillow that built their entire business on Google search, it worked out for people because they're the toll booth to referrals. The toll booth to referrals or to attention or to information more than anything is brand. Nike did not get me because I typed in I want to buy sneakers on Google, enter, and then the ad showed up. Nike got me because they've been branding for 30 years and I want to be associated. If you were able to micro-brand around this subject matter in your world, that is your business. Your word of mouth referral, reputation, that's called brand. That's called brand. But that's only as big as the 50, 60, 90, 12, 39 people that you've done business with and the four people that they've told. That's 200 people, 50 times four. When you do what I'm talking about for the last 30, 40 minutes, you start having the ability to have much more. You start having the ability to become so popular that you're now referring out leads in areas that you don't do business to other people and your referral business is bigger than your core business. And that's a fun business by comparison. This is a huge opportunity. I hope you're really grasping about it. Honestly, I'm gonna roll for a few more minutes but I really 
want to set up everyone's mentality because I predominantly want to do Q&A because that's the thesis, but I know for the majority of this room, we're in 101 land and people have very basic questions. Please do not be scared to ask a very basic question. Most, uh, most of the people in this room are not on this journey yet, so everyone's in the same place, so start thinking about your question. But just to recap it and frame it, I believe that the market, minimally this year, isn't gonna be a fiesta. I think we can all agree it's not gonna be on fire. I believe that people get scared in those environments. I believe people go on defense in those environments and actually go backwards. That anything that you have been doing that's been progressive the last two or three years, you actually go back to tried and true, right? We're not gonna do that. We've been doing a little social media, Gary, but now it's a little bit scarier. We're gonna go back to calling people, tried and true. Your competitors in every single one of your markets is gonna go backwards during this time. A little less $2,000 wine night to get referrals because they want that $2,000 because they're not sure if more money's coming in. This is your opportunity, you know why? What I'm asking you to do with social media costs zero dollars. I'm not asking you to run ads. I'm asking you to know that we are now living in an era in social media that we have not seen since 2011, which means in 2011, you could post on a Facebook fan page and get a lot of people to see it and you paid nothing. For the first time since then, because of TikTok and now every company has had to follow TikTok, because I'm sure at this point somebody here, almost everybody here has been affected by their niece going viral on one post about you know, their sunburn or a friend putting out something silly about a dog getting a million views. It's, it's giving you awareness without having to pay for it. That is the ultimate for us salespeople. Could you imagine being able to get a full page ad in the newspaper for free? Could you imagine running local commercials on television for free? Can you imagine getting radio reads by the two biggest radio stations in your town for free? That is what social media is. It requires you to do work. It requires you to do work, but what are we doing here if we're not working? People love to talk big game and then they have to do it. We have to work. Nobody flew down here for kicks and giggles. If you decided to come down here, you're a worker. That's how I see it. That's what I like about giving a talk here. I'm not talking to everybody in this industry. People made the effort to be here. That means they're trying to make the effort to grow. My question is, when somebody who's consistently been right for 20 years about this stuff gives you the full blueprint, why you won't follow it? I'm always fascinated by that. And it goes back to my health and wellness thing because it doesn't come natural, and that makes sense. But if I didn't start eating better and exercising, I would have died younger, I fully believe that. Of course a coconut can fall on my head and I can die, get that shit. But if nothing crazy happens, I should. And for me, this is the best opportunity to get serious about social because of the double dynamic of the organic reach is up for the first time in a decade while this industry is about to go on heavy defense and you're going to be able to pick up market share. I hope you take it serious. Thank you.